0: Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's topic: sending a direct to an industry conference. Part two. Here we go. Point four, set a goal for relationships. And this, this is the fun part, at least for some people, right? Some yeah, people that's all
1: about. Well, do. look, a lot of people love going to conferences because we get to meet people, but I would say the majority of people don't. I would say, not just for our listeners, but in general, that's more true. than 50% don't go, they think it's great. They get to learn stuff. They get to see booths and go to presentations and learn. And 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 the big thing is, and for a lot of people, is, quote, not working, unquote. Even though if you're going to spend budget money, you ought to see this as work and you ought to attack it as, how can I get the most out of it? Yeah. Well, you better plan your agenda, right? That's right. Um, but look, the fact is, conferences are a standard place where relationships start. OK, and, you know, for some of your directs, for some of our directs, making new friends will be cool for others. They don't want to. But that is part of the ROI. It is, period. So even our introverts, even our perfectionist, even our high C's, uh, even to some degree, high D's, the the non people, the linear rational. I'm sorry, not non people, non people person. Did you just say that? <laughs> yeah. <you know, laughs> <laughs> Mike is a non-person, um, the non-people persons, uh, the linear, logical, rational people. They need to strengthen strengthen their own networks and also your team's network and your company's network. Uh, it's not just your direct's network that matters. If your direct says, well, you know, I'm not really a big networking guy, you look at him or her and you say, dude, I'm not asking you to go network. I'm not talking about schmoozing. I'm talking about building your network, and that doesn't mean networking where we all pass around business cards and you know, and drink and laugh and ha ha ha, but nothing really ever happens. You don't have to go meet a thousand people, you have to meet a few, and it's not just your own personal network that I'm talking about. You are representing our team, my team, and the company. There are people out there, there are new relationships that will benefit you Benefit me, benefit the team, and or benefit the company. That's absolutely right. And if a manager, you don't really get that,
0: then you need to think hard about it because it is absolutely true. Next time you need to hire somebody, if you sent several of your people to conferences this year, think about all the potentials. They could be there.
1: Yeah. If you don't want to do what we're suggesting you do here about sending a direct to a conference, then what you got to do is just send one and make it like be a a, a benefit, a, a perk. And then when they come back, pay attention very carefully to what they tell you. And you say, hey, how was it? Oh, that's good. What would you learn? Oh, a bunch of stuff. You meet some people? Yeah. Anything specific? Anything? No, not really. I'm sorry. If, if that's the conversation and that's your ROI, you just burned some cash. That's all you did. And you lost a couple of good days of work from one of your, we assume, better performers. That's
0: right. And if you want to send more folks to conferences because you see the value, well, so your boss doesn't, you, do, you follow this device a couple of times, and you take the results of what you got, the knowledge exactly. you gained, and the relationships developed, and you show that to your boss because you, you were going to do an after-action word, yeah. right? But you do that with your boss, and next
1: time you want to go to a conference, she understands the value of it. Yeah, and if you need a little bit of budget the next time, you really have a conference that suddenly popped up on your radar, you need a little extra budget, you go to her, and two or three times throughout the year, you've sent her an email and say, hey, by the way, my guy, Robbie, went to a conference in Dallas uh, last week. His post-conference deck is attached. You don't have to read it. Here are the three high points. Found a new vendor for X. We've put him in touch with our supplier supply chain guys, and they're actually interested. Discovered that uh, one of our competitors has this. I don't know if everybody knows, but I'm not going to assume everybody knows. And one more thing. He talked to a guy, and we're interviewing a guy from a competitor because he was really good, and he has some skills that we're really weak on. Just wanted you to know. (laughs) Can you do that two or three times? Yeah. When you come to me, if I'm your director, and you're a manager who worked for me, and you come to me and say, hey, listen, I know it's November, and I know budgets are tight, but still – I get an opportunity to send a guy to conference. Go, be like, go, Okay, go, go. go, go. <laughs> but I expect one of those darn decks and a high-level overview of the deck to go with it. Don't invite me to come to the briefing and sit for 30 or 45 minutes. I don't want that. Um, some people will, but that's not, you know, most high Ds don't want that. Okay, look, here's something else. When we say relationships... I know relationships and networking turn a lot of you off. We respect that. We understand who you are. We don't think you're wrong. We just think the world is a diverse place and people are just different. But let's think about this for a second. There may be better vendors for a product or service, right, that you don't know about. How are you going to know? Do you have time to say every six months, let's review all of our vendor contracts? No, you don't. But in one place, you can see 20. You know, Look, you meet four, let's say, your guy meets four that you send to the conference, and three of them are kind of jerks, but one of them a really good guy. He says, yeah, we could help you with that, and look, I'd love to talk to you, and you give him the card, and sure enough, the guy follows up the next day and says, look, if we can talk to you, great. What does it take 15 minutes to say, here are the five questions we want to ask, and let's see whether or not you can be as good as your, our existing vendor, okay? There are also maybe better products that you use to produce whatever it is you produce, Okay, there will definitely be potential new customers, no question. And look, all of the non-salespeople in your company mistakenly assume that your company's salespeople already know everybody and are already talking to them. Okay, but I want you to hear that important word again: mistakenly. Okay, just because you assume salespeople are talking to everybody, and when, by the way, when you refer a potential customer to a salesperson, like, oh yeah, thanks, but you know, we kind of. Are, That's only them protecting their own ego by suggesting that either A, they should have been talking to him and they haven't, or B, oh, I want you to know I'm on top of my game and eh, it's not really all that important. And so they're going to protect themselves and act as if your referral from production or operations or, or finance or IT or whatever is not valuable but guys don't assume it it's wrong and there's nothing wrong with calling somebody you know over in sales or saying to your boss do you know somebody over there because they seem really interested okay and maybe it doesn't work out but if you're in a support organization and you're not thinking about customers then you're not thinking about who pays your salaries Okay, But here's the really important part of relationship part of conferences. Vendor companies and technology suppliers and supporting products and customer organizations don't talk to anyone. The people in those vendor companies and technology suppliers and supporting product and customer organizations do. Relationships with those companies, with those organizations don't exist behaviorally. It's relationships with their employees and representatives that matter. So you tell your folks, I expect you to make new relationships for the company, for our team, and for yourself. And I respect that you may talk to a competitor of ours who may attempt to hire you away. I get that. I ought to be good enough to retain you. I really ought to be good enough. And i think there's a benefit to us first of all you may find out the grass is greener over here but there are other people vendors and customers and suppliers and so on that i want you to find out about and i expect you to come back with relationships so let's script it a little bit since we scripted the first part right. really good
0: it means something different to you
1: what you just said most of our most of our folks so let's good. get to some level of specificity here yeah good so so here's how it might sound okay uh, this part of the meeting okay so let's talk about relationships at the conference I expect you to come back from this conference with your network expanded by one, two, three, four, five new relationships. You're on the number, folks. Conferences are an easy way to expand your network. A more robust network helps the company and your team and us and you as well. Think of yourself as a scout for our team or for the firm. What's out there that we need to know about? Where is it? Who has it? Who is the person we need to talk to about it? What does it mean? And for the record here, we're going to define a relationship as someone you didn't know before, whom you personally met at the conference, who has value for you and or the firm professionally, and with whom you will stay in touch for the next year, reaching out at least quarterly. Okay? Now, People say, wow, that's really specific. Yeah, well, just shaking hands with somebody and saying you met somebody is a joke. That's not a relationship. That's inevitable. (laughs) Everybody has 50 of those. Well, some of us don't. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, You you bump into people and say, excuse me. I met a bunch. Hey, did you meet some people? Oh, I met tons of people. Oh, I bumped into John. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Exactly. How do you know it was John? Uh, Name tag. Name tag. (laughs) Name tag. Where does he work? I don't know. What does he do? I don't know. Too busy. Didn't have time. Yeah, to... I didn't have time too busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, continuing now, the more people you know, the better career you'll have. Dude, I know you hate the idea of networking. I'm not expecting you to, quote, network, unquote. I want you to meet some new people in our industry. That's all. You don't need to smooth people. You need to stick out your hand, introduce yourself, have a short conversation, and get their business card or phone number or email address. The easiest way to do that is to try to meet people that represent a product or a service or a company or an idea that is compelling to you that makes it easier to approach them. It doesn't make much sense for you to come back here and tell me, tell us about great products or services or vendors or customers without us having some point of contact for us to learn more. And keep in mind that many of the folks at the conferences go specifically to meet more people. So meeting them is going to be easier at a conference than under normal circumstances. Look, take 30 to 50 business cards. I know you're not a big business card person, perhaps. But remember, the key to managing relationships is you've got to get theirs. Giving them your business card won't do you any good if they don't call or email you. Now, I want to go back here and talk just a little bit about Networking versus meeting some people and stick out your hand, introduce yourself, have a short conversation. I think too many people don't understand. They would say, oh, well, that's networking. No, it's not. That's human behavior 101. And you'll probably have some directs who are geniuses and really maybe introverted. And you may say, I'm not sure I can get him to do this. But I got to tell you, there are too many really capable people who have been poorly served by managers and have said, well, he's not a relationship person, so I don't need to encourage him. I don't need to coach him or whatever. And that person is then struggles when they get in a difficult situation. The company struggles. They get laid off for whatever reason, because you don't do a good job protecting them in a steel cage death match meeting. And suddenly, because you said, oh, it's not their natural tendency, they're in a pickle. Because of you, indirectly. So, guys, I really encourage you, everybody needs to have some basic skill here. Maybe you would tell a person who's more inclined to be outgoing, I want five new relationships. And somebody who's a little bit more reserved, I want two relationships. And I'm going to check, I'd like you to copy me on an email you send to them nine months from now, trying to stay in touch, okay? But I think there are too many managers who just say, hey, meet some people and let me know if you meet anybody cool well, you want to get better results, set a goal so people know I have to. It's not a good thing to do. It's a requirement to do. Okay, so that's that's the speech. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, folks, again, if you're a licensee, you can just download the show notes and print out the speech and Make it your own, if you like, uh, rather than having to re-listen to my voice five or six or seven times. Oh, no, that's fun. Oh, yeah, really, yeah uh, that's, that, ask, that's Ask our, our audio editor. <laughs> yeah, Just, Paul. Uh, And Since the start of the year, we need to say again, Paul Fijiani is our audio guy. He's a genius. He makes us sound good. So thank you, Paul. And he's a great guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really good guy. Uh, and, although, for the record, um, I've told people this many times, and they always shake their head, if, if you don't know us very well, right now we're recording this on the phone, but I'm in, I'm in California. Mike is also in California visiting family. But interestingly, we're not recording the phone call. I'm recording my end. He's recording his end. Paul marries those two sound files together. And typically, in case you're wondering, if we have a 30-minute cast, we record it in 30 minutes and 30 seconds. There's very little cutting out or changing Paul does a lot to to make the sides equal and to eliminate some background noise, random background noise. But generally speaking, we don't record three or four or five times certain paragraphs. We just don't do that. Uh, so it's a little behind the scenes on manager tools. OK, so
0: we want to get the value out of this. We spend enough time to give folks, let them know what our expectations are and what the goals and objectives of attending this industry conference are. Right. Um, and it'd be shame to have them execute perfectly because all our directs, they execute perfectly the first time they do something, and so we schedule a follow-up briefing.
1: Yeah, look, a follow-up briefing is where you'll learn what they learned. Otherwise, if, if there's no communication when they come back, then they weren't a representative of the organization or of your team. You learn what they learned, who they met, and the team will get up to date on what they saw and heard at the conference. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be especially detailed. But it does have to happen to A, transfer knowledge, which helps your ROI on the budget spend again, and that will give you a deck and some information to tell your boss why it was worth it, and so he shouldn't cut your conference-slash-training budget next year. And by the way, training budget could be used for this, I think, in some situations. Uh, And the second thing, B, Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you agree, right? I think in, in most companies, probably. Yeah. And then B, act as a verification device for the attendee. If the attendee knows, look, I hate to say this, guys, management is not about checking on things. It's not about ensuring things get done. The real heart of great management is encouragement. But as I think the Russian proverb goes, trust, but verify. So we're going to verify by having them present when they come back. So here's how this part of our meeting we're having with our direct might sound. I have scheduled. Or We'll schedule for you shortly a 30-minute briefing that you're gonna give the team pretty quickly after you get back The sooner the better knowledge decays Uh, If you want to use slides if you're smart and I've been using slides for years, dude I'm gonna tell you I recommend you create those slides on the plane back here Okay, or if you can't get back the night the conference is over Do them in your room before you leave because knowledge decays okay? Mm -hmm. Here are the points I want you to cover. Number one, what the conference is about and some of its details, number of attendees, presenters, booths, its its goal, its objective, whatever. If you want to use on a slide some of the marketing materials for the conference, that's fine. Number two, sessions you attended and what your impressions were and are. Three, three key lessons learned, and I didn't say three twice by mistake. This is number three of the briefing, and it is three key lessons learned about the industry or vendors or customers or competitors or the market or products or services or ideas or trends. What do you think about what you saw and learned? And then number four, people you met with and whom you're going to try and stay in touch with, okay? So the networking people that are going to satisfy your network. And then finally, be prepared to answer questions. Always. Yeah, Not that there might be one or two. Yeah, and and it doesn't need to be an hour, guys. 30 minutes. This is a 15-minute briefing followed by some questions. And if they're not a good presenter and they say, well, I'm not really a good presenter. Yep, and you know how you get better at presenting? You present. present. Yep. And people will forgive you for being a clumsy presenter if you bring back good information. Yeah, other
0: members of the team get an opportunity to benefit from your time spent spend working really hard at the conference doing yeah. these things.
1: And look, if they're not a good presenter and you want to have them present to you first, come to your office, stand up in front of your desk and say, give me, give me the presentation and I'll tell you what I would do differently or better. And that takes 15 minutes or 30 minutes max as well. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. If you want to give them feedback afterwards, that's fine. But hold them accountable for the lessons that they learned and the relationships you expect them to have.
0: Yeah. I tell you, if I had somebody who was poor at presenting – and they wanted to go to a conference. I might tie these two together. Some yeah. kind of coaching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's let's use this as an opportunity to work on your presenting. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay. Now. Our- Last point, a little bit different tact here. Um, sending someone to a conference in your place why? Why would you do that? I mean, they, these things are fun, dude. I mean, if you haven't yeah. been to one in a while, they're they're fun. They're just wicked fun, <laughs> especially the yeah. podcasting conferences, which I, <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't gotten to. You
1: you you went to one. You went to a podcasting conference maybe ten years ago. Yeah, I did. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Um, are are there still podcasting conferences?
0: Uh, I think it's the New Media Expo. So I think they've combined uh, it yeah. with New Media stuff, and yeah, I, I really don't have much of a. Desire to go.
1: Sorry. Sorry. N- not against
0: nothing against other
1: podcasters. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should send one of the staff. Anyway, our last point is to send somebody. We did. We sent Wendy to one. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, we want, I think we won an award. That's right. Um, okay. So look guys, maybe you've already been to some conferences. You already know they can be valuable. On the other hand, you dread them a little because you have work to do, and you don't want to travel or be away from your family, and you know that for the two days you're going to be there or the day and a half, you're going to get an hour's worth of value, and you're going to say, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. But there's one coming up, and maybe you don't feel you have to be there, but you think this could be really good for the team, and if I was in a better mood, I might go, but you could say to yourself, someone on the team needs to be there, and it doesn't have to be me. Okay, guys, you want your directs to know how to help their directs when they become managers go to conferences, they better have been to a conference first. And yes, you're going to get more out of it than any other person. But less work is going to be done by you than any other person that would go because you're going to be gone because you're more valuable. So send somebody on your team who hasn't been. And use this as a template for any conference. Maybe there's one conference you go to. Maybe up until now, the only person that went to conferences from your team, your previous boss or his previous boss or whatever, was the manager. And was like, well, managers go, but individual contributors don't. And you change it and you say to your boss, look, I've got a budget for two conferences this year, but I'm going to send my guys. And if you're bold, you don't even... Tell your boss that you're sending one of your directs. You just send one of your directs. And when the boss says, hey, where's Joe? You're like, I'll send him to the conference. Oh, generally, managers only go to conferences. Yeah, but I've been to 20, and I know what they're like, and Joe's smart, and Joe needs to learn about how to do them. And uh, 90% of bosses will raise their eyebrows and go, "No, oh, okay. Now, you might get your hands slapped, in which case, okay, fine. You need to go to the next one, okay? That said, don't assume that only managers go. Send somebody who hasn't been and use this guidance, these two podcasts, as a template for them to have a much better experience the first time they go than when you went the first time. They're going to think it's a perk, and you won't get behind on your work when they come back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Travel <laughs> travel isn't as glamorous as most people think. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. Great right? deal. First of all, we assume a direct has never been. We brief them on the purpose, which is learning about uh, the industry and about customers and vendors and so on, and also developing relationships. Ask them to do some pre-work and brief you on what their personal agenda is going to be. Set a goal for relationships, have a follow-up briefing, and then be willing to send somebody in your place. Don't assume you should go. And guys, over and over again, what I've seen is the biggest mistake most attendees make is failing to plan ahead. It's your budget. Expect a return on it. Don't accept, well, I didn't have a lot of time. Just don't send them if that's the case. This is one of those areas where you aren't just managing. You're also teaching. Don't assume your directs know. One of the hallmarks of what bad managers say when things go wrong is, well, I assumed. So don't assume. Okay? All right. Good. Thanks, my friend. That's awesome. Thanks, partner. All right. We'll see you later.
0: (music) Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Check us out on the website, www.manager-tools.com. See you there. Have a great one. So long.